It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app, is giving all users a no-brainer to start the season. Have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100 points? Well, for week one, DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 points for all users. So even if Kansas City loses in historic fashion by 100 points, you would still cash your bet. That is a no-brainer. Plus, DraftKings is giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS to take advantage of this no-brainer of an offer. That's promo code MHS to get in on all of the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman, Mason. Watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Granite Liquidators Twitter feed, at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. Got to tell you about Best Deal in Town. I absolutely love this place. You can find them off of Broadway and Inglewood. I run a couple of businesses, and you know what? For me, I got to have a great computer. So I needed to get a new one. I like Mac, so I got a MacBook. Uh, but I needed a couple things, big things. I needed one terabyte. I also needed an i7 processor. And I don't mind getting things refurbished because they are really good for the environment. So I called my buddy James over at Best Deal in Town. And he said he can get me a MacBook with exactly what I needed, refurbished for 850 bucks. I'm like, dude, I'm in. I mean, you're not going to get a better price, and I got exactly what I wanted. This is where you want to go for electronics, for computers, anything that you would need, any type of electronics, you need to go to Best Deal in Town. That's where I go. That's where you need to go as well. You can find them off of Broadway and Englewood or go to bestdealdenver.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Bubbles Liquor World. Go to Bubbles Liquor World in Castle Rock for the lowest prices on beer, wine, and spirits. All right, let's go out to the hotline. We're going to our guy, Chris Dempsey. You can catch him on Altitude Sports and Entertainment. How are you, Demps? I'm doing fantastic. Just, uh, as a matter of fact, driving down there to the studio right now. Uh, bear with me if I hit uh, a couple of dead spots on this highway. I know I'm going to. That, that's that's okay, man. You you and I, we've known each other for a long time. When it comes to your analysis, there are no dead spots. <laughs> and you know oh, what? Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. How are you feeling tonight about the game? Uh, you know, listen, um... Wow. Wow. That was some great. You know what? That wasn't, you know what? That wasn't any type of analysis I was expecting because usually it's, I feel good. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to quote the song that we just bumped in with. 
Hey, Demps, what's going on? What's going on? Here's what's going on. What's going on is that the Nuggets just played a game seven, uh, what, two days, less than two days, 48 hours ago, um, a draining game seven after having to come back from three games to one. And then there's the Los Angeles Clippers waiting for them. And this is a team that is loaded with uh, just talent everywhere. And I just wonder that in game one, uh, after not much rest, you know, what the Nuggets have in the tank to now start it again for a new series. And so that's, that's, that's why you get the hesitation out of me uh, on that question. So if they aren't, they aren't rested, if they are emotionally drained, what constitutes a successful game for them tonight? It might be, to me, it might be a scenario where, you know, they don't get the win, but they at least, kind of, they at least hang in there. Is that sort of what you're thinking as well? Yeah, so in a, yeah, a situation like that, it's a good question. Um, you know, I, I, I think, I, you know, I would probably just say, listen, just get out of there healthy, <laughs> you know, and, um, and maybe having found a couple of things that work, uh, that can work over the course of the series. Against the Clippers team, that's a pretty good defensive team. And, you know, they haven't always showed it, but, um, you know, they personnel be really good on that end. And so I would say... Well, I'll tell you, keep keep going, Demps. You went through that uh, dead spot. I was just going to continue with what I believed you were going to say, which was, I like macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets. (laughs) I do like both of those things. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, But, 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 but yeah, I I would say that, you know, listen, find some things that work that you can build on over the course of the series and then get out of the game healthy. If that's, you know, you know, you know, if it kind of gets starts to get out of hand, if you find yourself in the fourth quarter game, let's win the game. <laughs> you know, you know, let's 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 do that. But um, you know, it'll be a, a, t- a tall task here. Forty eight hours later. Okay, tell me if this is an unfair analysis. All right, Jamal Murray went off against the Utah Jazz, but let's be fair, he really had nobody great to cover him. The great players in this league will go off on anybody. They just will. That's just who they are. With that, are we about to find out just how good Jamal Murray is as a superstar, knowing he is going to have his handful with three guys who are going to keep coming at him, including Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? Or is that unfair? No, no, we're going to find out more. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you're right. You know, when you, when you burst onto the scene, which basically is what the national scene, which is basically what Jamal Murray did against the Utah Jazz, you know, everybody now, all eyes are on you. And are you as good as you looked or what was going on in that series? And so, you know, for Jamal, yeah, this will be the ultimate test. I mean, you're talking about elite-level perimeter defenders, and they're going to throw waves of them at them. And they're going to throw one guy who just wants to be out there to agitate you in Patrick, Bev- Patrick Beverly. So he's going to get the full he's going to get he's going to see it all in this series and if he is able to repeat any portion of what he was putting on the court against the Utah Jazz then then you'll know a whole heck of a lot more about uh what Jamal Jamal Murray is and can be can be and maybe will be in the future and so um yeah this will be a very tough test because on the court when you put that kind of stuff on the on film you know, you are now at the, about the top of the, the scouting report. And 
whatever they have to do with their defensive resources to stop you or slow you down, uh, they are going to do. And they are fully capable of throwing a lot of good defensive players at them. So, yeah, I mean, you know, this this is going to be another test um, in the maturity and the evolution um, of Jamal Murray in, in, in what he hopes is becoming a superstar in this league. Now, Jamal Murray, he during, over the course of the three games against the Clippers this season, he averaged 13.3 points, uh, didn't shoot, didn't have a shooting percentage from the field higher than 42% in any of those games. Do you think that offers an indication of what to expect, or is the playoff environment just so different that we just kind of take those games in the regular season and put them in the back of our mind and say that's not really relevant? No, I think you can take some something from those games for sure. You know, and, and the question is, um, you know, why did you shoot forty two percent? Were were they doing uh were they defending you in a way that couldn't that you couldn't get sorted out? Or were you just missing open shots? Or you know, you know, the, the, so the the question is the context under those stats. And so yeah, I, you can absolutely learn some things about how they're defending you, about how an individual is defending you. You know, in the first game that these two teams played way back in January, uh, Paul George was not on the court. Um, in the second game in February, they had them both on, on the court. And that was about, a, I think that was about the first time the Clippers had a full team uh, on the court, if, I, if memory serves me right, because they had been going under so many injuries as well. And so, yeah, you can glean stuff from that and learn. And then, obviously, Jamal Murray uh, played against them in the bubble. And so what was going on in that game uh, as well in terms of um, were you successful or were you not successful? You know, the, Andrew, one of the things that's interesting about these playoffs is that the bubble playoffs seem to be playing by different rules in terms of uh, scoring, um, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, whether that be individual or team collectively. The point total seemed to be very high all the time. Uh, except for, obviously, in Game 7, uh, there was the Nuggets and the Jazz. But uh, that's the outlier in the group right now. And so, they're, they're, you know, these two offenses as well, I would expect that there's going to be points on the board. Uh, this is a different Jamal Murray as well. He's a lot more confident, obviously, getting to his spots. He's dictating what he wants to do more than having defenses dictated to him. So um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how he responds here in this series. Okay, here's something else to consider. We're talking with Chris Dempsey. You can catch him on Altitude Sports and Entertainment. I think we know how the uh, the Clippers are going to guard uh, Jamal Murray. Listen, I'm not Doc Rivers. He has forgotten more about basketball than I do. Heck, you have forgotten more about basketball than I do. But I think it is fair to say that they have four guys in their front court that might be rotating on Jokic. Is that fair to say? Yeah, in, in, yeah, in any given time. And this is what they, I would say. And this is what I would say if I'm Doc Rivers. We got 24 fouls. Go at him. Don't well, don't don't let him catch the ball. Stay on him. Stay in his face. And if you get a foul, don't worry about it. Be aggressive with him. Don't let him catch the ball. Don't yeah, let him shoot. Yeah. Well, yeah, you want to be aggressive with him in a in a. Um, I don't know how many fouls you want to use because Jokic, Jokic can make the free throws, and so you know that's. So if you get no, I just mean be aggressive. Be aggressive. Yeah. Make it uncomfortable for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, that's what they're going to try to do. It's, you know, I think the Nuggets also do a good job. This really started in the Portland series last year uh, when, you know, I, I think there was a point in time where Jokic was a little bit of a stationary target. 
and defenses could just kind of hone in on him. You could stand players around him, around him or in front of him. And then the Nuggets got him on the move. Um, started using guards to screen him from one side of the, uh, of the block to the other block. Um, they, so it's just a lot harder to uh, just corral him in one spot. And so um, I think that, yes, if you're the Clippers, you want to be physical. Uh, you want to make everything as tough as possible for him. Um, but if you're the Nuggets, you know you're going to keep him on the move, even if you want to post him up. Um, you're going to get him from one side of the court to the other. You're going to keep him in dribble handoff action. You're going to keep him in uh, pick-and-roll action moving toward the rim. And once he continues to be uh, this moving target, I think that's advantage Jokic, Jokic uh, because he can do so many things on a basketball court. But, yeah, um, you know, the Clippers can play small, and their small center would be Montrez Harrell, a very energetic player. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, they can give him a lot of different looks. Um, but for the Nuggets, they're going to have to see Jokic anyway. I mean, that, that, that's still their advantage in this series. He's got to score and then dictate the offensive flow for the Nuggets. Obviously, Gary Harris had a huge impact in games six and seven. So just kind of a hypothetical here. If Gary Harris plays the entire first round, does that series go seven games? See, I don't think so. That's a good question. I, I, I don't think it does um, because, you know, a lot, a lot of what – think of what, a, what was really hurting the Nuggets in the first few games. And obviously it was Donovan Mitchell, and he's a great player, so okay. Um, but then, you know, Jordan Clarkson was scoring uh, a lot of points. And then Mike Conley walks in in his first game and hits seven three-pointers. And it was just all this stuff happening on the perimeter that the Nuggets just couldn't get a handle of. And so if, if you would have had, a, uh, you know, the ability to have – a Gary Harris the entire series, and a Gary Harris that starts a game and plays 35 minutes in each of these games in the series, yeah, I mean, that's, there, there's going to be a game or two in there that the Nuggets, uh, you know, just didn't fare very well defensively that I think goes a little bit better and maybe ends up in, in a space where they win that game uh, and then maybe close this, that series out in about six games given the way Donovan Mitchell was playing. Um, but, but that's just exactly how... Um, important Gary Harris is to, to uh, you know, to the equation. You know, so, uh, there are some teams that really do lean on their scheme. I think of the Toronto Raptors. Uh, they scheme you up defensively. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're very good almost no matter who's in the game. The Nuggets really lean on personnel for their defense to be good. They have to have Gary Harris on the court. They have to have Torrey Craig on the court. They have to have Paul Millsap on the court so that things are tied together, so that they know they trust each other on that end and so that it gives them the best opportunity uh, to be able to defend on the perimeter and then close things off uh, if players are able to, to get into the paint. So um, Gary Harris's uh, importance cannot be understated, and this has nothing to do with offense for him. Okay, I say this with as much love as possible, as you and I have known each other for a very long time. Demps, I know you drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> with that... <laughs> With that, who wins this series? Who wins the series? Or do you know? Oh. Oh, by the way, by the way, if you want to say, I'm not sure, to, I'm not ready to say that, say it yet, don't worry about it. We had a guest on from Dallas yeah. to talk about the Stars Avalanche. <laughs> this guy does not have a horse in the race. He writes yeah. for the Dallas Morning News. I said, here's the obligatory. Who do you think is going to win tomorrow night? You know what he said? I don't know. I said, well, yeah. you got. No, I swear to God, you guys, I, I was, Demps, 
Demps, you're in your car right now. If he was talking to me on the phone and I was in my car, I would have driven off the road. He said, I, I don't know. I said, no, seriously. Who? And that's how I said it. I said, seriously, who do you really think is going to win? He goes, you know what? I really don't know. And all I'm, th- and all I'm thinking to myself is, why did we book you on the show? <laughs> well, listen, you know, the, the, the Clippers are clearly the favorite. I mean, listen, the Clippers are the favorite team right. here. I mean, most people think the Lakers, it's going to be the Clippers right. in the NBA Finals. Um, so just by uh, the, the Nuggets, let's put it this way. Uh, you know, the Nuggets have an uphill battle here. They, they do. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been tough for them to, to keep down, to hold down the Clippers offense. They're going to have to get that figured out. Um, it's been... Uh, the Clippers have been just completely deadly at, in terms yeah. of turning Nuggets turnovers into. So these are things that the, if the Nuggets can get sorted out, then they have the offense that can play with this. But they, yeah. it, it's it, it's they're going to really have to minimize their mistakes. And when they make them, then make sure they're rectifying them by playing good defense on the other uh, on that end um, to give themselves a chance over the course of seven games to beat the Clippers. That was. In, a, in the political season that we are in, that was dead perfect politically correct. Yeah, you like that one, huh? I, I love, you know what? I love that. I love because you know what? Everybody knows exactly what you mean, but you didn't have to say anything. I'll put it to you this way: when I do the pre and post game shows for the Chicago Bulls on TV, I learned very fast, and the Bulls were terrible. I learned yeah. very fast to change the word "they suck" to "they're struggling." I, I I learned that very fast, and the Nuggets do not suck. But with the way you said it, at least you didn't say I, I, I don't know. And we're thinking, why did we book Demps? You said it perfectly. We know exactly what you meant. Thanks. We look forward to watching you on uh, Altitude tonight for the uh, what you guys are going to be doing online. Thanks so much, Demps. Appreciate it, guys. All right, coming up after the break, Mace and I are going to break down what we think of this series. Mace is not very diplomatic. He's just going to tell it like it is. That's next. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.